forces of destiny. Welcome to Reaction Core, where we react to and analyze Star Wars past and present. But mostly present. These Reaction Core episodes are special editions of Children of the Force, which is a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 11. I'm Liam, and I'm 9. Yep, and uh, it could be episode 100 today, but it seems like whenever we're just about to a big episode, like 50 or 75, right? Or like we, we yeah. reach that milestone. I always, I always do like a let's do a reaction core because I, I don't know something about reaching those milestones. I, I, I uh, it's it's scary. Yeah, I, I don't want to do it. You know, like we're gonna go to a hundred next, right? Next week, I think. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe a new solo trailer will come come out, and we can do another reaction core Hopefully. or something. All right. So today we're gonna talk about the finale of Rebels. Uh, so that's the like the last two episodes, but the last episode was a uh, you know two episode long episode, so really three episodes. And we're also going to talk about the new Forces of Destiny shorts that just came out today on the Disney Yay. YouTube channel. I think we'll mostly focus on the Destiny uh, Forces of Destiny shorts because you know Rebels was a couple weeks ago now, and um, you know it's just it's not as fresh in our minds, and we haven't rewatched them. But we'll talk about those episodes too. But let's first get to these Forces of Destiny episodes. Now, we're going to watch through these. We haven't seen them yet. Because they came out, we just got home from school, and now they're all out. Eight episodes. So we're going to watch them and talk about them. Uh, you know, we'll cut out the part where we watch them, because that's going to take way too long if we do that. It's going to be that. boring for but Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, let's just uh, get to it right away. We're going to watch the, uh, the first one. is called Hasty Departure. So, you know, you could watch these along at home. I'll put a link up to all these uh, videos on our website, childrenoftheforce.com. But also, if you just go to the uh, Disney YouTube channel, and um, there is a Forces of Destiny Season 2 playlist. So all eight episodes will just play one after the other, and and you could just sit and watch all of them too. Um, but maybe you want to watch along with us, and you know you could watch this episode and then hear us talk about it, and watch the next episode and hear us talk about it. Anyway, so Rose? Liam just saw an image of Rose. Yes, there is one with Rose. So <gasps> let's get started right now with Hasty Departure with Sabine and Hera. Where is Chopper? Chop. Voices? Yeah, those are the same voices. Yeah, so we're back. We just watched that episode. Uh, that one was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Still uh, the same same voices from Rebels. Um, yeah, Hera and Sabine stealing the the wrong shuttle. Uh, yeah. I think was... it was a little... I don't know. What? I just didn't think that it really told us anything that we needed to be told that wasn't... Oh, like it didn't Like, have... it didn't have, like, oh, really? Oh, right. Because, or something like that, because it's just, I mean, they steal a shuttle with cargo. Yeah. I see. What, it, doesn't, it doesn't connect to, like, the larger... Yeah. It wasn't like when Han met Hera on yeah. Endor after right. Return of the Jedi. Uh -huh. Yeah, that yeah, That was yeah. huge. That yeah. was, like, super cool. Well, so, so there's different... the Leia and the Wampa. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. That, that was big. Yeah, so it's there's differences, you know. There's different um, kinds of stories that can be told. Um, this is more of just a lesson, you know. Uh, don't rush into things. Um, and then, yeah, just help each other out, right? Mm -hmm. Teamwork, right? Like, uh, you know, Hera 
barely got on that shuttle and Sabine pulled her the rest of the way up and you know like these chopper yeah and chopper helped out chopper can fly a shuttle on his own which i love um uh one oh one thing i wanted to say i noticed and i think it's going to be the same for each of these episodes which i'm really happy about is that it doesn't it just says forces of destiny it just has maz saying that instead of like the path we take the choices we make all of these things lead us, us, you know, shape us into force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, I would always skip past because it took too long, you know? Yeah. And that's actually my, that's like my big, big thing with like podcasts. Like I listen to enough podcasts enough time. I know how many times to click that 15 seconds forward thing <laughs> to get past the intro because I know what the intro sounds like, right? right? And that's why, like, if you listen to really early episodes of Children of the Force of our own podcast, we would, I would have, uh, you know, the emperor has uh, perceived a new threat to him. The children of the force, they must be hunted down. And then the inquisitor says, yes, master. And then it goes into, well, I tried to cut that down as much as I can. And I just had it, Vader saying, the children of the force, a little bit of music, start the show. Yeah. Right? Because long intros can get old when you're watching them over and over again. Or listening to them over or and over again, right? Or like outros, yeah. hours long. <laughs> yes, some outros can and get a little bit too like, long it's too. So boring for me too. That's why I, just, I, I said this like a. I know. I've said this know, like ninety nine times. We have to assume that this is the first time anyone has ever listened to Children of the Force. This I've episode, it, I've said it about ninety nine. Ninety nine times. times. Actually, probably more like hundred and twenty times yeah. because I always say wrong things and stuff, and then we have to go back and edit right, it out. Right, right. So, so probably like more like. 120 something that's why i like to put little things at the end after the outro so that people will still listen (laughs) and see if there's maybe a little bit of a a little hidden track at the end you know of us joking around or something like that Mm -hmm. anyway like little bloopers little bloopers (laughs) blooper reel yep um yeah so let's watch this next one it is called unexpected company with ahsoka padme and anakin all right let's see what they're up to You know, you and Anakin make a good team. Thanks. I could say the same about the two of you. Thank you, Ahsoka. Whoa, I got goosebumps. (laughs) See, that is not the kind of one we just watched. Look at that, look at my hair, it's standing up, I guess goose, see it? Look at my arm, look at that. Why? You You know, honestly, it's always like a mixture of music. And and dialogue, and it played the 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 music from the end of season five when Ahsoka's walking down the steps. You, you know, do 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 do. Anyway, <laughs> one thing that I really love about about so these, yeah, oh. one thing, and and that that brings me back to the first one that we watched with Sabine and Hera is uh, Sabine's theme would come in every once in a while, right? Uh, that really great theme. Uh, for Sabine that we heard, I think, for the first time in Trials of the Darksaber. And and it's something about, you know, these themes that we know and we recognize, they can do so much in these in these little things by just putting those themes in and making us feel all those feelings over again, you know? And this is one really great. Anakin, Padme, and Ahsoka. And Anakin and, I think, Padme, or Ahsoka knows. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka figures it out. She knows. Wow. And so this is kind of what you want, Liam, right? This yeah. one, this I, one gives I, us. I, I, I said that like yeah, from the very right. beginning. 
Or like and, from the middle of it. I was like, yeah, it's so close. Right. And uh, that ship, too. That ship connects to the series finale of Rebels. We see Ahsoka flying, if not that exact ship, one with the exact same colors and design. So this must be, is this a Jedi starfighter ship? Jedi transport ship? That'd be really cool. I don't know what it, I don't know. Um, Pretty sure it's just Jedi fighter kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Have we seen that? Have we seen that design of ship before? Have we? We've seen them in the Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars TV show? Like, a lot. That's what they fly to Mortis. Uh, I think it is. Is it? Hmm. I think it and is. We see it a lot more than that. I'm pretty sure we see it a lot. Hmm, okay. Shit, it did not... Hmm. It, like, rang bells in mm-hmm. Rebels season When five. you saw it at the end of yeah. Rebels, you were like, I've seen that ship before? Yeah. Hmm, sure. okay. All right. Well, we'll sure. have to we'll have to look that up later. Um... That was pretty cool. That was a good one. I like that one. Also, hearing those three voices, you know, that's Ashley Eckstein, that's Matt Lanter, that's Cat uh, Tabor, the, the people who actually voiced those characters in Clone Wars. So it was really nice to hear them all together again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. And uh, when, when Ahsoka says, I like her, about I Padme, like and Anakin's like, yeah, I like her too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. All right, so let's watch the next one, Shuttle Shock. And uh, here's Finn and uh, the introduction of Rose. Rose has not been in a Forces of Destiny uh, episode yet, so... Finn, take over. I'll fix the droid. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Look, I- I'm not much of a pilot. Well, you don't have much of a choice. Agreed. I want to know what those things were. Okay, so now what, what <laughs> you want to know what those... What were they? Uh, I don't think we have a name for those yet. Yeah, they're, not they're sure. They're just like rainbow jellyfish. They're, they don't look yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> rainbow they jellyfish. They remind me of Ponyo, and they don't look Star oh. Wars-y at all for me. They just, they're pretty much rainbow jellyfish. A pod of creatures is all it says in the description of the video. Uh, I bet that if I searched long enough, I could find... <laughs> All right, so this one is not of consequence, right? It doesn't necessarily tell us too much more about... I mean, hey, it introduces a whole new creature in Star Wars, right? We haven't seen this one yet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we know that, you know, Finn and Rose's journey to Canto Bites was not necessarily straightforward. They had at least one adventure on their way. Um, when we watched The Last Jedi, I had said that I think we kind of maybe didn't see a certain scene that sort of uh, established a little more about how important that necklace is to Rose, but also um, how, like, why Rose has feelings for Finn, you know, if she does. Mm -hmm. The book does kind of flesh out a little bit of that stuff. Um, We do get a lot more information about Rose and Paige and the necklace. Um... Not not necessarily too much more about Rose and uh, and why she is into Finn, right? And her parents. Hmm. Do, do you get anything about her parents? We just know that her parents died when the First Order invaded their planet. Yeah. I want to know a little bit more. I want there yeah. to be a Rose comic. Anna, you read that uh, uh, Bomber Command? No. It doesn't really talk about her parents. No. But it does say, like, how much she loves them and how much she misses them and stuff. Okay. And it also kind of tells us a little bit about what her home was like. 
Oh, yeah. So. Uh, Cobalt. Why? Cobalt Squadron. Right? Yeah. That's the name of the book. Mm-hmm. Not Bomber Command. Bomber Command is the one that you read, Liam, which was like the journal, right? Yeah. Page's journal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So kind of nice to see the little shock stick that she shocked Finn with uh, that it can be used to fix droids, too. Right? The shock yeah. prod. <laughs> not yeah. just a weapon. Not just a weapon. It's actually not a weapon, but she uses it as one. Um, yeah, so that was that was pretty good. And BB-8 to the rescue. Droids flying ships. That's a... Uh, you know, thing now? That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go to Jin's Trade. Now, this one is one about Ray. Which is weird, because they named it Jin's Trade, but whatever. Um, that's a joke. It's obviously about Jin. Yeah. Because it's called Jin's Trade. I was just joking. So let's, uh, let's get to it. Cute little Chadra fan. What? So that's a little Chadra fan. That's the name of that alien. Um, yeah. So that was adorable. I don't know. <laughs> yes, that was an adorable little Chadra fan. Uh, the Beanie Boo of Star Wars. The Beanie um, so, so again, and and uh, this is it's the music for me. Like it's so fun to hear. You know, Jin's or the the theme that, and then also in the in the last one with Rose, we heard Rose's theme play, and um, it just it just makes everything so much better. So you know, this is Jin just realizing that just because someone's a thief doesn't mean they're a bad person. Yeah. You know, stealing bread isn't necessarily a bad thing, um, or it is, right. but you should you know. She's a thief. Mm, she's a thief too, Jin is. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, right? She wasn't in this one though, huh? No. Yeah. That's you know, it was just kind of a, a cute little chase, and uh, uh-huh. the giggle of the uh, Chandra fan I thought was a little bit too much. It was so. <laughs> what do you mean it was a little? Bit it was too just much? like a little, little too uh, cartoony, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it is a cartoon, but it just seemed a little <laughs> right, a little too so hee hee. Very mischievous. Uh, but then, of course, when the Chandravan said thank you, all of our hearts collectively melted. And uh, the giggling was instantly forgiven. All right. So, uh, okay. So, ooh, this next one. I like the title of this one, Run, Ray, Run. It's kind of like a tongue twister. Um, run, well, Ray, Ray. Yeah. Well, that is weird because this one's about gin. Yeah, that is very strange. Yeah, yeah that is very is, strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a there's a movie from the '90s called Run Lola Run. So um, I wonder if this one's going to have to do with uh, doing the same thing over and over again and uh, changing your ways just a little bit to see how the outcome is different because that's what Run Lola Run was about. Anyway, uh, let's let's watch it. Let's watch it and see. Probably not because Run Lola Run kind of had this weird like time travel thing where. You do the same day over again, but little changes you make. Run, Lola, run. Yeah, maybe someday we'll watch it when, when you're older. I think it's... Run, Ray, run sounds better, though. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's watch it. You're welcome. <laughs> but did he keep the... The golden one? Yeah. 
No, I don't think so. I, I was actually expecting Ray. So, so yeah. So Tito like steals Ray's stuff, and then Tito gets greedy and pulls this load-bearing widget. Basically, <laughs> once you pull it, then the whole you know destroyed star destroyer crashes down on you, right? So this the is the whole like... destroyed <clears throat> star destroyer destroys itself, right? <gasps> so this was this was must be before the Force Awakens, right? Yeah, must be. It's weird to see Ray back on Jakku. Kind of, is right? Is it though? Is it? I don't know. It is. It's weird for me. Not for me. No? I mean, yeah, she's she's is. come so far, right? We didn't see Jakku in... In The Last, last Jedi, Jedi, no. So then Ray saves Tito's life, right? And, uh, you know, Tito's still going to steal the stuff, but then, you know, he has a change of heart because Ray saved his life. Now, she's like, <laughs> you know, I just saved your life. Right. But... Yeah, so that's the only reason Tito would be nice to her is because she saved his life, yeah. right? And that's not okay, right? Like, right. You know, we shouldn't wait till someone saves our lives to be nice to us, um, or nice to them. But, but yeah, so I was kind of expecting Ray to say, "Oh, here, fine, you can keep this," because that's what Jin did to the you know Chatter fan who stole yeah. her necklace. She ended up saying, "But that's what just happened." Here you so... could get. Yeah, I know, I know, but. Uh, still, like, I thought Ray would say, fine, you, you pulled the golden thing out, so I guess you can keep that. But she didn't, she just kept it. Which, you know, yeah, Tito was trying to steal her stuff, so why would you give it to him? Right. <laughs> Interesting. Alright, so the next one, this is, oh, this is a, well, let's just watch. This is called Bounty Hunted, and it is with... Leia, Chewbacca, R2-D2, and Leia, Maz Kanata. Whoa, whoa. Yep, here we go. Hey, how is my boyfriend doing? You must be Leia. Hans told me about you. So, what happened to Han? Huh? Frozen in carbonite. Oh. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> so, that is so cool. So Leia and Chewie and R2 go to Ord Mantell, which uh, we've heard of before, but we've never seen. And actually, I'm pretty sure that's where Jin was in hers also. It looked very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Han says at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back... Uh, that he had to go, uh, that bounty hunter on Orban tell changed my mind, right? Um, so he'd been there too. And they go to meet Maz, because Maz might have a way, a plan, to free Han from Jabba the Hutt. So now we know how Leia gets her Boosh yeah, costume. So, yeah, awesome. I was like, and then she boosh, takes the and she says, oh, this might come in handy. <laughs> right. Also, when she shot that gun out of her hand... She literally, like, like went behind there and took a deep breath. And then she went out and really quick just shot it. So you think Leia used, she the, used force the force when she shot the gun out of Boosh's yes. hand? How else would she have done that with just doing it so quickly? She had to use the force. I said Probably. Leia slash Boosh because I thought she'd be in her Boosh costume. Mm, right. But it's not. That's Boosh yeah, yeah. on the or, cover. Or Boosh. I don't know. I always said Boosh because I, I like saying Boosh. It sounds fun. It's fun to say. Boosh. Boosh. Um, so, so this 
uh, oh, it's been so long since I've read it, but, uh, Shadows of the Empire is a book that takes place, it's in Legends, so it's not canon anymore, but it takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and I believe there is an alternate story in that book that tells us how Leia gets this costume. And we should read that to see if it's, uh, it's been so long. It's not the same. I know for a fact it's not the same because Maz Kanata is not in <laughs> uh, Shadows of the Empire, of course, because she did like not exist similar. yet. I don't think it's the same at all, really. I think it's pretty different. I'm pretty sure. You think like they went to a bounty hunter station, stole uh, this suit off the wall? I don't remember. I don't remember. But it wasn't this. So this is, you know, a nice kind of clean rewriting of how Leia gets this costume. So Which there like. we go. Yeah. And it means Leia has met Maz. It's um, awesome. Which is really cool. In the oh original version of The Force Awakens, Leia met Maz because Maz goes to Dakar. And we see in one of those early trailers for The Force Awakens, we see that Maz is handing Leia Luke's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. But that never ended up happening. Uh, not in the book and not in the movie. Um... So now we know she met Leia earlier, and she already knows Han. And that hug that Chewie gave us—it melted my heart. Oh. It was—it yeah. was like like a like a monkey hug. It was a monkey so hug? cute. <laughs> Can you explain what a monkey hug is? I don't think that's something that people know. Basically, it's when you like wrap your arms around a person's neck, and basically you pick them up. You wrap your legs around their waist yeah. too, so that the, the so person that you're, you're hugging can let go. Yeah. And you don't fall off, right? Yeah. So Maz gave Chewie a monkey hug? Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. And what's great is, you know, we see that Chewie really likes Maz too. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, we didn't know that before. Like, for all we knew, Chewie would, like, roll his eyes when she said, my boyfriend, right? Yeah. Um, but now we see that they actually do have a really good relationship. We know that he's not actually her boyfriend because uh, Chewie's married. And he has a wife and kids at home. Uh, Mala and Lumpy, right? And that is canon. Um, Lumpy's we haven't, uh, w- yeah, Lumpawaru, yeah. We know his name is Lumpy. Uh, well, Lumpawaru, I don't know if they actually call him Lumpy, but I'm, I know it's that adorable. Mala is canon. Uh, Mala, his wife. I'm pretty sure Lumpawaru is also canon. Yeah. Hmm. So dump <laughs> right. is real. So alright, so the next one we're gonna watch here is The Path Ahead. And this is with Luke and Yoda, I think. Let's see what this one's all about here. Hmm. Trust what you see, not what you think you see. I understand. Good. Now, the vines we shall climb, the trees we shall jump. More difficult than before. More trees? Many more. Many, many more. Are we trying to get somewhere? Always. Yeah. Always. What did you say, Liam, about Luke's voice? I'd say, um, when he said, I understand, it sounded like The Last Jedi. Like old Luke. Old Luke. It is old Luke. (laughs) It's Mark Hamill's voice. Right, right, like right now. Mark Hamill. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, I think, you know, he tried to make his voice sound younger, but... He did. He did a good job of it. Yeah, but it's still Mark Hamill. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely Mark Hamill right now. Um, which is super cool. He sounded so... Yeah. Older. 
So, so what did Yoda say? Uh, trust what you, uh, what you see, what not, you what, see you think you not see. what you think you see. But there that was would, no girls in that, that though. That would have been a good lesson for Kylo, huh? Trust what you see, not what you think you see. You know, he thought he saw Luke, but what did he oh, actually see? Yeah. He didn't see Luke's feet making I the footprints. I think maybe he didn't see Luke, yeah. Luke learned that he wouldn't do that from maybe. Because he didn't have the proper training. I don't understand if this is before he goes into the cave and sees Darth Vader. Oh, interesting. Because when he sees Darth Vader, it's not actually Darth Vader. It's just a mind trick. Right, it's a vision. It's a vision, right? Yeah, so that's a good point. I think... I think that this mu- this would be before, if I had to guess, because then he failed, right? Yoda taught him, trust what you see, not what you think you see, and Luke failed, uh-huh. right? Hmm. Interesting. I love that we see more training with Luke, because we didn't, we didn't get to see a ton of training. We did see some, um, but this was like more like use the force to sense your surroundings. You know, it's just one more thing in training. Anna, you said something about this... There's not being any not any girls in this. Right, that's like the whole point of Forces of Destiny. I don't understand why there's no girls. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So, did you not like this one? No, I liked it. It yeah. was just weird. I don't know. Yeah. How about you, Liam? I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Did you think it was kind of weird that there's no there's yeah. no female characters yeah. in this one? Yeah. But I love. Are we trying to get somewhere? Yes. <laughs> just like, are we trying more to get branches. some more trees? Yeah. More trees. Much more trees. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it was good. It was it was really good. Um I think Forces of Destiny is yes, I think that the the whole point of it is to showcase the female characters in Star Wars. Part of me is kind of glad that they they, you know, did have one, you know, like, it's fine to have one without a girl, you know, like, you know, most of them will, and maybe every once in a while, one of them won't, but it's still a really, you know, it's like a, a appropriate for little kids and a good lesson. And yeah, like it's, it's still in the, in the spirit sort of, of forces of destiny and that like, you're learning like these small lessons, these everyday lessons. Um, you know, I hope I hope that they don't make it a trend. Right. You know, I, yeah, I, I'd like too. for them to maintain their focus on the female characters because the last thing we need is another male-dominated Star Wars thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is the last thing that Star Wars fans need. But, you know, that said, I really like this one. Um, especially the way it ended. It was very, you know, just knowing that they meet again, you know, sort of that they see each other when Luke's really old and... Uh, I don't know. It just made me feel, made me feel, you know, yeah, more trees, right? And they meet outside of this big tree on Octo, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. More branches and trees and for the last time they meet, yeah. And for the last. Oh, for the last video? Yeah. For the last one. Porgs! Porgs. Porgs. It's just all porgs. There's no, it's just going to be porgs, talking porg. Just porgs. That's it. problems. Org problems. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what. Save the best one for last. Let's hope. Hope. I'll take that. Bet you didn't know I could do that. Because <coughs> neither did I. <laughs> you can help me with my training anytime, little one. 
All right. Everyone will get a turn. <laughs> oh, I totally oh. didn't feel anything in it. It's just funny. And it's funny. adorable. <laughs> yeah, who can't use more porgs? So what happens here? Porgs steal Ray's lightsaber, fly off with it, and they're going to dive into the water with it. And she forces the porg that's diving into the water. He freezes in the air. She pulls him back. And then he loves it, and now all the porgs want to turn. <laughs> yeah, this actually is so funny. Like, this reminds me of of school with, like, kindergartners. <laughs> you know? Like, you do something that is is new with somebody else, and then everybody wants to do it. You know? They're all just <laughs> yeah. like, what's that? Oh, I want to do that, too! You know? Like, oh, yeah, okay, now... We're going to do this for the next half an hour. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, you know, I, I uh, talked with the kindergartners for a little bit today. I had them, had them alone in class for a little bit. And every day we talk about one thing that we like about a certain person, right? That's kind of one thing we do in the class. Um, and each day it's a different person. You know, say one thing nice about this person. And, uh, and then I always have the person say one thing nice about themselves, you know, because I think it's important for us to recognize nice things about ourselves, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he said that he likes that he's weird. And then, you know, the kids kind of laugh a little bit. And then and then it was kind of my turn to talk, you know. And I was, I was like, you know, both of my kids say weird is a side effect of awesome. That means that weird is something that you are a lot of times when you are also awesome. Part of being awesome is being weird. And then, like, one of the girls, my dad's weird, and he's a really good chef. I'm like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, embrace the weird. Love your weirdness. Weird is awesome. It is a totally side effect weird, of bros. awesome. It's right. the best thing ever. Yep. All right, so that was Forces of Destiny. Those were the eight episodes we watched through all of those. Season two of Forces of Destiny. I don't know which one's my favorite, so I'm just not going to pick one. Yeah, I mean, I don't. We don't have to pick a favorite. Um, but if I had to pick a favorite, mm-hmm. I would pick the Jin one yeah. and the Pork one. The, yeah, gin, the, sure. the cute ones. The cute one. The Jin one and the Pork one. Okay. The Jin one, the Anakin Ahsoka mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I like that one the too. Jig one, and then the Pork one. The Ahsoka one, the Jin one, and the Pork one. All right, I'm gonna pick the uh, the Maz one and yeah, the Ahsoka one. Yeah, those are my two, two faves. So y'all really like the Ahsoka one. Yeah. All right, well, we have some time left. Let's talk a little bit about the series finale of Rebels. As for me, I used to think that Ezra was counting on me to protect Lothal, the planet and the people he cared for so much. But one day, I realized there was more to it. There was something else I was meant to do. Ezra's out there somewhere, and it's time to bring him home. So Rebels is done, you know, and and seeing Hera and Sabine again and these this Forces of Destiny, you know, short was really nice, and uh-huh. uh, we haven't had quite had time to miss Rebels yet, you know, because it's only been done for a couple weeks but but it's gonna be really nice when we get if we get more forces of destiny episodes like a year from now right then it's gonna be like oh i miss them or even like comics or books you know there could definitely be another 
There could be a Hera comic. I would love a Hera comic. I would love a Hera comic too. Like Hera's hey, 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 ages. We're making this. Yeah. Make a Hera comic. Right, like Hera's time in the rebellion. Like Hera's... hashtag peeps Hera comic now. Okay. Yeah. Um. So hashtag Hera comic maybe. Yeah. All right, Hera comic now. Um. She Very fought much. at the Battle of Endor. Her and Rex. I want to know what that looked like. I want to know that. I want to see that. I want a comic of that, at least. Uh, you know, even her time fighting uh, over Scarif, right? Mm-hmm. During Rogue One. You know, we know she was there fighting. Uh, the ghost was there. She was there. Chopper was there. Yeah, so... She probably agrees with Jin that the time to fight is now. Yeah, probably, yeah. All right, so so with the first episode of the finale here was called A Fool's Hope, and this is sort of the so good. the way for them, you know, it shows how they capture Governor Price. You know, there was a moment there when it looked like uh, Ryder Azadi, the previous governor of Lothal, uh, where it looked like he was going to betray the ghost crew. Did you kids think he actually was? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It set it up so that I think everyone believed that he was. Yeah. Yeah. At first I thought, oh, this is a trick. Yeah, same. But then... Then I thought, no, he's he's betraying them. Because there was a time when he saw Rook and he didn't yeah. do anything about it. He was going to shoot him. Yep. Then he's like, oh, wait, no, you're just Rook. Yep. I'll let you pass. Ryder, Ryder, yep. uh, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure Rook was like, lo- looked out at Ryder Rosati and then Ryder Rosati was kind of like... Gave him a nod. Just yeah. nodded at him. And that was a, their way to really, he was really selling it, you know? He was saying, mm-hmm. like, I really am on your side. So that price would finally come out of the ship and be in a place where they could capture her. hmm You know? And and they were going to do it, and, uh, you know, but then there's a huge fight. They have to go into the caves, and Ezra summons the wolves, which is so cool. Um I love that, how the wolves uh, just like chase them all out and yes. like throw them off the cliff yes. and all that stuff. <laughs> so good. Um, it's so funny. Now it's just you and me. That's what he says in the trailer. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in a different episode, right. like a couple episodes before the right. before a fool's hope. But that scene where he ignites his lightsaber and you see the wolf's eyes behind him is so cool. And uh, you know, even on StarWars.com and like the trivia gallery, they they mention how that's supposed to be sort of a you know sort of like the fear knock right how ezra summoned that mama fear knock um in the first season Although when he's he much thought more in control. right then he was tapping into the dark side to summon this beast you know and now he's like he's in control and he knows exactly what's going to happen and yeah so the code name for rebels has always been wolf like when Vanessa Marshall, for example, went to go do a reading to see if they would hire her, right? When she was auditioning for this show, uh, she was auditioning for a show called Wolf. Like she didn't, they didn't know, you know, they, it was all secret, right? So then they just used the word wolf. So like, if you look at concept art, even from this season, it still says wolf on it, right? Uh, which I think is really funny because like it's been that since this show even started and mm-hmm. the wolves became this huge part of the show. So they end up capturing Price. And it's kind of the whole crew, right? I mean, uh, Hera comes in and helps later. She's got, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Hondo like and Melchi. I thought for sure they were dead. But then they had this whole thing set up. Yeah. And 
I believed, like, that everything was happening. Like, I believed what Sabine believed. She didn't know any of that she was going to happen. Know. Yeah, they really had to sell it. Yeah, Ezra's, Ezra's in control of that situation, you know? But, but when Ezra said, the day's not over yet, mm-hmm. like, that was just like a little hint of mm-hmm. what was going to happen. Just yeah. a little foreshadowing. The day's yep. not over yet? Yeah, when Rex was like, um, he said, I really like the days and I was a soldier or something. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And then Ezra was like, the day's not over yet. Mm, yeah. So. so, yeah, it was kind of the whole crew. I mean, Ketsu was there too, and and uh, like everyone, Callus, and yeah, it was uh, yeah, all the, all the, the clones, and all the clones. Andy, or what, what was what was his name? Mark Matten. The kid. Jai Kel was there. Mark. The, yeah. Mark. Mark. Okay. From Iron Squadron. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, and uh, yeah, and the three clones, Gregor and. Wolf and Rex and yeah, uh-huh. really cool. The, the gang was all together, and they weren't the rebels. No, that's that's an important distinction, right? The the rebellion was not supporting the liberation of Lothal. This was a separate thing. It was not the rebellion. So in the at the beginning of a new hope, when it says you know rebel forces have won their first victory against the evil empire, right? Not true. <clears throat> well. Their first major victory, right? Striking from a hidden base. Yeah, yeah. That's Scarif. That's not yeah. this. That's not Yavin. That's that's not Lothal. That's Scarif. Right. Right. Um. So. So yeah. But I'm kind of getting ahead of myself because I'm talking about the victory, but it hasn't happened yet, right? Um. So that happens in the next episode, which is called um, what was it called? Family reunion and farewell. And in this one, you know, we we see the whole plan taking over the the control so building, the Imperial sad. building, mm-hmm. and uh, and Ezra having to Ezra having to kind of confront this this uh, this temptation from the Emperor. Right? The Emperor tempts Ezra and says, "You can have your parents if you want. All you have to do is." It's so tempting. You know, right? I mean, I like. I- I, I wish he went in there because I want to know what would have happened. What do you think would have happened? I don't know. He would have had his parents. Would he have, though? I mean, yes. could the Emperor really do that? His parents yes. are dead. His parents are dead. It is the... Um, you think it was that window? It's it's the part of the Jedi Temple. The, mm, the yeah. very... The Jedi Temple that has the entrance to space and time. I think he'd go Daddy. in, get his mind washed, come back out, be mm. Emperor's servant. See, I think so. I think it's a lot like the Emperor, a lot like Palpatine telling Anakin that, you know, the Sith know how to stop someone from dying, right? And then Anakin's like, "Well, I want to learn this power," and he says, "Well, you can't from a Jedi, right?" And then Anakin goes down that road, and then once he goes there, then Palpatine's like, "Oh, well." um... You know, that's something that only, you know, one person has, 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 uh, done. But, you know, if we work together, maybe we could, uh, we could figure that out. You know, so he kind of, he lied to Anakin and said, this power is something a Sith can do. Right? Mm -hmm. So I think he's lying to Ezra. But once Ezra, if Ezra hit that button, right, that would be Ezra giving in to the Emperor. Giving in to this to this temptation and but from we that saw point it from his parents side though that's true he, did. he might he, he might actually be seeing his parents 
like in the past. And they might actually, oh, this was something that they had said on uh, Rebels Chat, um, the the podcast Rebel Chat, Rebels Chat, which is really great, um, with uh, Jonah Marie Macias and her mom. Uh, one thing they had talked about on there was that this actually could be Ezra's parents in the past seeing Ezra in the future. So when they heard that transmission, the Bridger transmission, right, from season two, mm-hmm. um, when they heard that, they knew that was Ezra because they know what Ezra's voice sounds like when he's older. Because they but heard they him. they didn't hear that, though. They did hear the Bridger transmission. That's why they broke out of prison. And then they were killed. Oh. Yeah. They did? Yeah. Yeah, we learned that in season three. Ryder Azadi was in prison with them. Remember? Oh, yeah. And and he said that they were there and they heard, we all heard your transmission and it gave everybody hope. So we rioted, we broke out of the prison. Unfortunately, they were killed. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So, so they're dead, but we're seeing them. It's possible that we are seeing them in the past because it does seem like they kind of give Ezra like a little bit of a smile and a nod when he makes the decision to, to not go there, right? Like, they realize he's making the right choice, almost. Mm -hmm. So, but I think if he made the choice, I don't think he'd be able to, what would he do? Go back into the past as an adult and be with his parents? Like No, go back into the past and turn back into a kid. Oh, how does that work? (laughs) Daddy, it is a portal through time and space. Well, if you you travel back through time, you you don't become younger. Ezra wouldn't become younger if he walked through the window. I guess. He would be the same age. <laughs> be weird. He'd be the same age and he and little Ezra would be running around there too. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. So I don't think it was his parents. I think it was the Emperor playing tricks on him. Because the oh, Emperor okay. knew the Emperor knew that he longed for his parents, because he heard Ezra say that in the world between worlds, right? He heard Ezra tell Ahsoka that. Like I wish my parents never left. I wish, you know, I mm-hmm. wish I could have my parents back. I wish I just had a normal life, right? Mm-hmm. So the emperor was showing him the one thing that he desired and, and that was impossible to have so that if Ezra said, yes, I want this, that is the point at which the emperor has him because then he's saying, you know, even if he finds out, even if he finds out that it's not true, that those aren't his parents, then it's almost like he could lie and say, yes, I want this and then see if it's a trick or not. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's true, but it seems like but there's something there, that, right? Though. He probably wouldn't um, know that he would tell him. That's like saying, that's like saying Luke could have killed Vader, but still not joined the emperor. Right. He could have struck down Vader and still said, no, now I'm going to strike you down. He but could've. like, but the emperor seems to think, and he's probably right. Once you go far enough down a certain road, then you are lost to the darkness, and and then you belong to the darkness. And the emperor is of the darkness. But he so. could lie. Though. <laughs> he could lie. Anyway, 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 anyway. So while that's happening, uh, you know that was that was uh that's kind of toward the end of the episode actually because Thrawn comes back and. And, uh, there's that moment when, when, you know, the, the rebels think that they've won because they have all the Imperials in this one building. And when Thrawn says, oh no, you, they're all safe. All of my people are safe. Now I can bombard the city and not worry about killing any Imperials. That moment. That is just 
was that moment was so well done though i mean that's like that is peak you guys set me up just right it's like how would they not think of that literally people (laughs) you're smarter than that (laughs) that is that is peak thrawn that is thrawn being on brand that is uh that is the thrawniest thrawn that ever thronged um (laughs) that is like thrawn's like it's such a good moment it is. A good strategic moment where Thrawn takes something and says, oh, no, this is this is perfect. I can work with this. And this is no, actually... I can do better than work with this. <laughs> I can make it better to my work. I don't know how to say that. Sure, but sure, sure, sure. So... You thought you were doing good for you, but really you're doing good for me. Right. So then the whole point is to get the shields up over Lothal to try to you know, protect the citizens, right? So the rebels are trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And in the in the right. course of it, Gregor dies. The clone Gregor. You know, one of the old clones. That's so sad. But, but uh, and it is sad. And I love that he, what he says at the end, his last words are, you know, at least I died fighting a fight that we chose. You know? Yeah. That's so cool. Such a great moment. Because he didn't die in the Clone Wars. Right. Doing a fight he did not choose. Do a fight he did not choose. So, yeah, it was it was touching. And uh, back to Ezra though, when he, uh, you know, when he rejects the emperor, and then the emperor's hologram turns from nice guy emperor to evil emperor. That was pretty creepy. Yeah. And then the crimson guards come in, but they don't have robes on, so they don't quite look like the crimson guards. They kind of look like. Uh, the uh, Praetorian Guards? Praetorian yeah, Guards, yeah, except yeah. not as cool as not as cool, not as cool as the Praetorians, yeah. And they have these weapons that, like, force Ezra up into the air, kind of? Yeah. What the heck was that? I don't know. That was strange. I want to know what those are called. Um, but uh, Ezra forces rocks at them, and we'll then... We'll get those in the Star Wars Rebels guide. Yeah. I hope there is, like, movie guides. Oh, like, wouldn't that be great? You know how that there's so many, awesome. like, for every Star Wars movie, yeah. there's a guy. There needs to be Star Wars Rebels one. Yeah, like, like Clone so Wars had that episode guide. The Clone Wars episode guide. Where it went through every episode. Remember that? Yeah. That was great. Yeah, there should be a Rebels episode guide. Yeah. Where it gives you like facts behind the scenes and stuff. That I mean, a lot so of that, cool. a lot of that stuff you can get on the Rebels on the Recon. website. Start writing, Recon, Pablo. But... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Probably won't listen to this, but we should Probably start not. like, like, like a, like a, like a hashtag. Oh, we have so many Rebels, hashtags. We need to start. Yeah. Rebels. Um. Rebels, rebels, rebels. Rebels episode guide. Do it, Pablo, or something. <laughs> wow. You guys, some top notch. Uh, yeah. Hashtag <laughs> top notch hashtag writing there. Um, so hashtag snow in July. Inside <laughs> <laughs> joke. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So then Ezra, you know, he, he defeats the the Praetorians, uh, Crimson Guards, and uh, you know confronts Thrawn, and then we find out what Ezra's secret plan was with Mart, and uh, Mart had something he had to do. He had to broadcast a signal on channel zero or something like that and somehow ezra knew that that signal would bring and this is like what what's coming the purgles what the purgles 
That was out of left field. Yep, I have no idea that that was coming. I did not see it coming. That was strange. Um, One thing that is really cool. I thought maybe the wolves could fly or something. (laughs) The flying wolves. (laughs) One thing I wanted. uh, Wouldn't it be cool if it was like the Nova Corps or like Guardians of the Galaxy come in or something? Anyway. um, (laughs) So one thing that. that I wanted to say that you kids probably didn't catch, but I did um, because I've read the books is that when Thrawn calls, when there's a a transmission to Thrawn from, from space, uh, from the fleet that is blockading Lothal, right? The fleet outside of Lothal. It's uh, captain uh, Pelion is his name. And he said, you know, they, they just came out of nowhere. They destroyed the whole fleet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that is Thrawn's like second in command in the original Thrawn books, the ones what? that are the ones that are cool. legends now. Yeah, really cool. Uh, so yeah, the pearls come and start smashing stuff up. They they smash through the windows and wrap up Thrawn and Ezra and Thrawn jump to hyperspace and uh, with open windows with the pearls with open cool. windows. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if those pearls somehow create some sort of field around them that allow themselves to breathe in space and that's how uh thrawn and ezra could still yeah yeah big enough that it goes sure that's kind of what i'm thinking right because the purgles could breathe in the atmosphere of lothal which must mean that they breathe oxygen right so if they can breathe in space how do they breathe oxygen they must be able to create some sort of oxygen cloud around them while they're in space so they can continue to breathe. Uh, it's also Star Wars, so it doesn't really matter. But, you know, the windows were open, so I kind maybe of assumed they, they both wolf. died. Yeah, maybe. I assumed they both died, but Dave Filoni said... not kill off Ezra. Well, no. I, thought, I thought they kind of did, but Dave Filoni said... Well, I mean, I thought they did, but then at the end of the episode, when we see Sabine and Ahsoka saying that they're going to go you know, find Ezra, basically. Um, then I know that Ezra's alive, basically. Right? They don't really say that. Well, they don't. Well, and Sabine, it's heavily confirms. implied. And Dave confirms. And Dave yes, did confirm that they're both alive. Even though Thrawn didn't die, Bendu's premonition, Bendu's vision of Thrawn's defeat uh, still stands. By... Let's oh, listen. Let's, Let's listen, listen to Let's Bendu listen. say it. You cannot see. But I can what do you see? I see your defeat, like many arms surrounding you in a cold embrace. <laughs> oh, the music. Many arms surrounding, surrounding you in a, in a cold, cold embrace. embrace. So that's because what he got. The Purgle had a bunch of arms mm-hmm. surrounding him in yep. a golden brace. <laughs> so uh, I have to say that I thought there was going to be like a bunch of Bendu flying in from outer space. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. They were like, he made like this huge Bendu storm on Adelon, you I know, like. The rebels would come. You thought the rebels would come. All right. So. Uh, I wasn't sure what would come. I had no idea. Yeah. No idea. So they jump away, and uh, and then the building goes flying up, and they blow it up. 
A lot of dead Imperials in that control building. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a mini Death Star blowing up. I'm thinking about Oleg and Jai <laughs> and Pandak. Well, we know Jai's not there. And Pandak's probably not there because he washed out. So you're thinking about... Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm spoiling Servants of the Empire. But it's been years. It's It's been out for years. So... It's okay. Um, yeah. So I'm just thinking... The, the the Oleg, some yeah. other people like I'm reading that is reading Servants of the Empire mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. We're on the second book, and I just I don't understand. It's just it's kind of weird. The, the, there's so many people like Curry just... could have been there. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Kieran. Kieran, Kieran, he's who's such kind a of a nice, nice guy, guy, but he's an Imperial. He's an invader. He thinks that Imperial is doing the right thing, but ah, he's a nice I know, guy. I know. I just don't understand. I don't. <laughs> they're all just gonna go up in there and die. It's just so sad. Yeah. What happened to Zare? What happened to Zare? Oh, That's one of the unanswered questions in the uh... Secret Academy. Oh, right. We're not done with the book series yet, so you'll you'll see more about Zare. But I can tell you that he uh, he doesn't die. So. Okay, I didn't think that he doesn't die in the books. In the books, I, I didn't think so. So the Imperial Dome blows up, and then uh, you know Lothal celebrates, and uh, and Ezra says, "I'm going to miss you all." And then he talks about each person, uh, and says to Sabine, "Don't forget, I'm counting on you." And Sabine still is like, "What? Why? For and what?" Then what are you talking about? He says that Dev can have the top bunk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so then we get, I was so glad that we got this little bit at the end that gave us, you know, here's kind of what happened next. And it's after Return of the Jedi. I mean, it's the coolest thing. So we kind of talked about this a little bit in the last episode. We did not talk about Callus and Zeb, uh, moving to Lyrasan. Like they just went to Lyrasan and... And Callus, Callus went was to go so visit. happy. Yeah. He was like, yes, I didn't kill them all out anyway. <laughs> this is so cool um, that they are together and with with Zeb's people. Well, they're very good friends, too. So yeah. are they, like, living there now? They're living on Lyrasan, so... Is Lyrasan the super bright one or the darker one? Uh, I'm assuming the bright one, we're looking at this image with these two globes in the background, kind of. The bright one's probably the sun, right? The sun uh-huh. of the system, uh, the star, and then Lyrasan would be the planet, yeah. So, that's really cool. saw what Lyrasan looks like, though. No, we never did see Lyrasan. Maybe we'll see Lyrasan in uh, the sequel series, yeah, right? That's hopefully. somewhere where, uh, you know, Sabine and Ahsoka can go visit Lyrasan and see Zeb and Callus. Jason! And then, Jason! Yeah, so then Jason! we... <laughs> Jason Sindula with the green hair, uh, otherwise looks... Pretty human. Um, his ears look. Great. His ears look a little, little strange. Um, this little is, you know, strange. the human, the human uh, Twi'lek Hera hybrid is wearing makeup. She's not. Yes, she is. She's wearing purple lipstick and blue eyeshadow. Oh, what? She is. Uh, okay. Doesn't. Is that not how she usually looks? No. Okay, well. Maybe. And I told you she changed her thing on her head. Okay. She how did she change it? What do you mean? 
It's See, different colors. It just different oh, is colors. it different colors? Okay. If only know. she put like. Um, you mean like the helmet that or the hat that she wears, yeah. kind of? Okay. If only she put like Kanan's symbol on it, Aww, Doom symbol. That would be so right. Sweet. Well, we got we got uh, we got the wolf on yeah. on uh, Jason's arm. Kanan uh, and Hera's son. It's spelled Jaken. J a c e n. That's how Jason Solo is spelled in uh, Legends. The uh, son of Han and Leia, who turns to the dark side. Um, yeah. Oh. Yep. So. Jason, he turns to the dark side, and their son actually does turn to the dark side. Oh, yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, totally. Jason Jindula, yeah. who takes after both his mother and father? Well. By the name of his mother and the. The gender, no, no, no. I mean, the, not the je- the gender and the, the species, species of, his of his father. I mean, he he looks basically human. He just has green hair, which he could have dyed it. And big ears. And kind of big ears. Yeah, who knows, you know? I mean, I mean we don't need to dwell on it too much. I kind of wonder if we're going to see any more of Jason or if this is it. I don't sure know. Hope I mean, he could have joined... He's he, he could be someone who joined... Uh, Luke's Jedi Order, if he's Force sensitive, he could. And one of the which got killed. one of the people Kylo killed, yeah. Which that's that would hmm. be really or one of the people who joined Kylo. Hmm. Who knows? No, no. <laughs> so Sabine, we see she's got uh, she repainted her armor. She has a purgle on on her yep. uh, shoulder pad now, and uh, yeah. So she stayed on Lothal. She thought that Ezra, you know, wanted her to stay there and. When he said, you know what to do, she thought that meant, you know, make sure Lothal stays safe. The Empire never came back for Lothal because this happened right before Scarif. You know, the liberation of Lothal happened right before Scarif, and then after Scarif was the destruction of the first Death Star. And, then and just you know, after it. that, like, the Empire was fighting a war the whole time. They didn't have time to, to you know, dominate new planets and or, they or go and... They just forgot about Lothal. I mean, I don't know if they forgot... Maybe they'd get back to it. They thought they'd get back to it eventually if once the rebels were destroyed. But the rebels never were destroyed. You know? So the rebellion saved, in a way, Lothal from having to deal with the, you know, the, the, the aftermath of. And lots of other planets. We're all lots of other planets, yeah. too. Totally. So it's interesting how that timing worked out. I do, I do love that. Um, and then, yeah, then we see. Ahsoka the White, you know, <laughs> um, you know, dressed in this flowing white robes and holding a big staff with a ring on the top. Uh, and, uh, you know, we don't know much more about her. What has Ahsoka been doing, you know, since Rebels? So she was on Malachor. She's wearing a turtleneck. She is wearing a turtleneck. I don't know where she got these clothes. Who knows? She was on Malachor. Do you think she got off Malachor, like, right away? Or do you think she just got off and then came to Lothal? Or do you think she's been doing other stuff in the meantime? Um, I think she's been doing other stuff. Yeah. Why wasn't she in the Rebellion? I think she's been in hiding. In hiding. Why wasn't she helping the Rebellion out? Because she doesn't want people to know that she's existed, because then people will seek this time thing out, and it'll lead into chaos. Mm, I don't think that her existence necessarily means that there's a time thing. And nobody else nobody else would know though. that. How would they figure that out? She fought Vader on Malachor, and as far as Vader knows, she disappeared. 
And that's it. Like, Nobody else really even yeah. knew that she was around. She was pretty much a secret even before that. I guess. I mean, the Emperor knew she was around, and Vader did, right? Uh-huh. Um, but now the Emperor and Vader are gone after Andor. So maybe now she feels a little more free to move around. Maybe she thought she would have been a threat to the Rebellion because the Emperor could have sensed her and they would sense where the Rebellion is or something. You know, like Luke saying, I'm endangering the mission. You know, just by being there, right? Luke was uh-huh. saying that he was endangering the mission. Maybe she thought she would endanger the Rebellion just by getting involved again. Or maybe she was involved behind the scenes and we never saw it. You know, like, they could easily write a story where she continued to be Fulcrum. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's just not something that we saw in the movies. That's possible. Right? Mm-hmm. But now, the galaxy is pretty much at peace. Right? I mean, is this after the Battle of Jakku? Maybe, maybe not. But we know after the Battle of Jakku, the, amp- the, the universe has about 30 years of, you know, relative peace. There's no big, huge galactic war. Right? Mm-hmm. So, who knows? We could see a lot more of Ahsoka. We could. Man. I hope we do. What if she's in episode nine? What if she is? She could be. She told, look, I mean, look at this image of Ahsoka that we see at the end of Rebels. This could be a live action image of Ahsoka. I mean, this is, is this, that face looks so much like a person's face. If you look at Ahsoka back in the Clone Wars and look at this Ahsoka, like this is a realistic looking Ahsoka. It is. You know, the Clone Wars Ahsoka, like all of the Clone maybe Wars faces, were very stylized. Maybe were. that shot right there of of Ahsoka right there yeah. is live action. Maybe they did that to hint that she's <laughs> going to be in a different. <laughs> that was, she's going to be in episode. Well, I mean, yeah, well, she'd be like old old woman, like laying she, down in the bed, not be able to get up. Old she, woman. She would be thirty years older than this, and I think in this image she's fifty. I think someone did the math. She's about 50. So she would be like 80. Yeah. So she would be like in her old age. Who knows how long Tegruta's live? I don't know. True. You know, they could live, they could be like Wookiees, right? Live hundreds of years. Or like, uh, like Yodas, whatever Yodas are called. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or like Mazas. Hey, we don't know the name of Mazas species either, do we? Hmm, Interesting. Maybe she's one of a kind. So... Ezra, or Ezra's out there. It's Maybe time to bring him mix. home. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe who's a mix? Um, Moss. A mix Maybe of she what? had, like, um, one species parent and mm. another species Maybe parent. Oh. Rook. And, well, we don't even know what Rook species is. <laughs> okay. Rook <I>, species <laughs> and. What? I have an idea. What if Moz is a Jawa? And she's just a straight up Jawa, and that's what Jawas <laughs> look like. Underneath. Uh, what, if, what if she's a Jawa? Just be a Jawa. We we do see that statue in Anakin's how uh, home, little Annie, when he's a kid. We we do see that statue that looks a lot like Maz. What if that was a statue of a Jawa? Uh, it's on Tatooine. True. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. New theory, Pete. Think about Maz it. Maz is new, a Jawa. New theory. A force sensitive <laughs> Jawa. Awesome. I love it. <clears throat> I love my theory. I love the thing that I just came up with. I'm awesome. All right. Seriously. <laughs> I appreciate your weirdness, people. Yep. You appreciate are, your weirdness. You are awesome. Weird you? is wonderful, everybody. Weird awesome. is a side effect totally of us. Awesome. There we go. All right. Well, I think, you know, 
uh, let's just let's just say we're what wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up, but I want to talk about just a little bit about Rebels as a whole. It was we amazing. started this podcast about halfway into the first season of Rebels. That's when we started doing this it's podcast. Been so, and like Rebels is the first thing that you kids have seen of Star Wars as it comes out, right? Like Clone Wars, you you saw it after the fact. Uh, you know the movies you you've seen as they come out, but Rebels was before that. So Rebels was really the first thing that you kids got to experience as it happened. The first Star Wars thing. You know, you are the Rebels generation. We are? The Rebels generation. Right. Rebels. We are the Rebels. Yeah. You are the Rebels generation. generation. You are the kids. It's sad to think because it's done. Yeah. Like, when you are adults, you can show your kids or your nieces and nephews or little kids who are in your life... um, you can show them Rebels and say, when I was a kid, I would watch this every week with my dad. And it was so awesome. And it's going to look like Sonic. <laughs> it's going to look really bad. It's going to look like Sonic yeah. when you were a kid. You're going to be like, this is the worst animation ever. I can't believe I ever thought this looked good. But <laughs> <laughs> it did. It looked so good. Uh, really it good does animation. look really good. Actually, I think it'll hold. I mean, this animation's going to hold up. It's I mean, Yeah, it'll look like, old. I don't understand how it's going to get better. better than this. Oh, it's going to get so much better than this. I series. know, but I don't understand how yeah, it's yeah. going to look. But, but I know like it's like front. it's like when there was no color. Like, how could there ever be color in films? I know it's like that. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. But Battlefront 10. <laughs> is gonna be like totally so realistic, realistic, y'all. Totally realistic, like movies, realistic, like yeah. Last Jedi, ten times better, realistic. Mm-hmm. So, yes. so having watched all of Rebels, who is your favorite character in Rebels? Your favorite character arc, like whose story do you like the best in Rebels? Like. Which character is just really sticks out to you? Which character do you feel is your character? Anna. Ezra. Liam. I can't decide. Wait. Yeah. Okay, so I'm debating between Sabine and uh, Hondo Anaka's little thing. Melchi? Melchi, yeah. No, no, what was the first one? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, Turbo. That, Turbo, yeah. Turbo, Turbo. Turbo? Turbo? Yeah. Yeah. Sacrificed his life. Turba and Sabine. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Lordy McGordy. Turba's just like, he just sacrifices, like, I'm a hero too. Just gets blown up. And later you find out he's alive. And then he dies again, right? I don't know if you found out he was alive. I don't know. I think he just died the first time. Uh, and I'm, I, uh, like I think that guy. the, and I think that of all the characters that were introduced, I think the one that really like has the most emotional punch and just really, I mean, Sabine. it's Puffer Pig, right? Punch. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway. You know what? No. Zeb. Zeb. Yeah. He has the most punch. Punch. <laughs> punch. <laughs> punch. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Knocks people's heads. That's not together. an emotional punch. No. Um, you would say Sabina. No, I think I think uh, Sabina and Ezra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah me too. But I yeah. think Ezra's a. Yeah. Yeah, Ezra. Ezra so. grew up so much. He did. And, in the first know. season, he was so immature, and now he's like so mature. Yeah, yeah. He grew up. He grew up with you guys. Yeah. He grew up with him. <laughs> Except he was like five years older than that still yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think I think we're gonna call it good there. Um, that's been some good reaction coring, kids. Yep. Thank you. Reaction corping. Yeah. Corpsing. Corpsing. Corpse. Because it's spelled corpse. It, it reaction. Does. It looks like corpse. corpse. Yeah. corpse. So we're doing our reactions on people's corpses. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only, oh, well, on, we did on, react. On, on, we on, did on, react to Gregor's see. corpse. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening to this reaction core episode of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. Add Force Children. Our Facebook is Children of the Force. Our email address is forcechildren at gmail.com. And our website where you'll get to see all of those, um, or at least we'll link to all of those Forces of Destiny videos, so you can go watch those, is, uh... com. And head on over, <laughs> head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help the show get in more people's ears and we'd really appreciate that review. So just go and say just a few words about us and click on a star and that would be awesome. All right. For children of the force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the force be with you.